Hi, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Tops. Today is Friday, December 15th. And uh, this this edition of Tops is, of course, brought to you by the Titans of Publishing Show.com. So I'm Bill Davis, and um, Mark Hardy is here. Say hi, Mark. Hi. And today we're going to talk about something that um, both of us do regularly, but probably not as much as we could because it's a really good way to, um, well, reuse what you've already done. And um, we call it content repurposing or repurposing content. And that means essentially moving, just a brief definition, moving or, or, or modifying the, the, the media, how your content is presented from one form of media to another. Does that make sense? All right. So um, I think we're, what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about kind of more of that definition, what content repurposing really is, and maybe give you some examples of how we've done it in the past and how maybe we'll do it in the future. Does that sound good, Mark? It sounds great. All right. So um, what brought this to light was actually, it was Mark's idea, um, but it, it's funny that it, it was coincidental to um, me just having repurposed 18 months worth of work. Um, I took something that I had produced over the course of 18 months um, in various installments, combined it all together and made a new product out of it. Uh, and and um, so pretty cool. So Mark, why don't we talk to you or let you talk about what, uh, what content repurposing is to you and maybe give an example or two of what you've done um, to repurpose your content. Okay. Well, uh, because it's Friday, we you know we loosen up a little bit. So um, this is this is really lame, but I'll share it anyway. If you are doing this activity and you are on an island or you're in Florida, can you call it content repurposing? Yes, you can. <laughs> I, I have a porpoise story for you. There's a story for everything. <laughs> okay. All right. So, uh, yeah. So, um, uh, just kind of, uh, I'm going to give you a couple of really quick examples. Um, you know, at a high level, uh, as Bill said, is number one, you know, as talented as a writer as, you know, you may be, or as in flow with writing and creating as you may be, it's still a laborious process. So if you can take what you've already created now, and you don't just cut and paste because you do have to modify things for its environment, for its format, for where it's going to be published, you know, Titans of Publishing. So you got to take that into account. Um, but, you know, there's, a, there's, there's two main advantages. Number one, you get a great ROI on your time uh, because you're not reinventing the wheel every time. And number two, you're accelerating and, and uh, extending your authority and your presence because you're getting more out there in the marketplace. So um, what you want to avoid, obviously, is just doing something that's totally cookie cutter. So, um, Bill, does that make sense just to kind of, you know, further define kind of how to best, you know, use and, you know, this technique um, as opposed to just lazy ass your way through it? <laughs> Yeah, um, and you know it, it's funny you should say lazy ass because that 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 is actually very close to the book I the, to the book I compiled. Um, well, 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 let me get to get to a couple quick examples. So, um, 
you know, my background is in uh, copywriting. You know, I, I worked for, for years for advertising agencies, and I worked for uh, agencies that were in the upper tier in terms of their expectations and creativity. And, you know, it wouldn't be uncommon for me to do 200 headlines for a single ad. Um, and I'm not suggesting you do that, but what I am suggesting is adapting this to today. Say you're working on a, you're going to publish a blog post. Um, you know the importance of coming up with a heading, you know, whether it's something that's clickbaity or something that's curiosity driven. But I would encourage you to really spend time, you know, generating at least, you know, 10 different ideas, maybe more. And here's what you're going to find. You're going to find that the headlines that don't make the cut are great to repurpose later into your copy. So it may be subhead material. It may be, you know, material to kind of, you know, um, uh, transition to a different stage of your, you know, your article or your post. Um, so that's one way where you can um, uh, kind of leverage what you've already invested and, and, and put it to use other ways. Um, the second example, and again, you know, you know if you've watched previous shows, uh, my expertise is in digital press releases, digital PR, and I really look at digital PR as content. I don't look at it as an announcement. So I will actually look at, you know, what have I done from an article perspective? What have I done from a content marketing perspective? And then in turn, how can I make it newsworthy? That gives me a head start on a press release uh, because I already have a little bit of subject matter to work with. Um, and it just, and typically if I, I approach it that way, that's more story driven rather than more announcement driven, I get better exposure, I get better results. So those are two quick examples. Cool, very cool. Um, I liked the idea of, of taking the, you know, creating multiple headlines and the ones that didn't make the cut using those as subheadings. That That's excellent, that's an excellent tip. So thank you for that. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and the whole idea behind this is, you know, let's, rewind a couple years ago everybody always said you know the the experts the gurus always said always be publishing always be publishing do something new every day and that is very hard to do um it's i also know people who 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 now say publish very infrequently but make it count um and i think there's a happy medium between the two um, if you're a blogger, for example, you know, you are a publisher, um, you don't have to write a piece every day, but I don't think you should go six months without writing a, a blog post either. Even if it's the best damn thing you've ever written, it, it probably isn't enough. Um, because as a blogger, um, I, th I think your audience, no matter what kind of an audience it is, probably still expects you to, they expect to hear from you more than once every six months. Um, but, you know, what's that happy medium? I don't know exactly what the right, you know, number is for you, but I can tell you that you can reach, you can reach the same demographic, the same people, um, or the same types of people interested in your content, um, who, who may be on different platforms, for example. 
let's say, let's say you're a book writer. Well, America just doesn't read anymore. I mean, I know, I know people do read. My kids read, they've read more books than I ever have. And they're 12 and 10. Um, but, you know, you look at somebody like, I don't know, or a franchise like Harry Potter. It was a great book series. It was very successful. But do you think it was magnified, compounded uh, a million times over by the movies? Yeah. So that, that's one way to repurpose your content, right? You write a book, turn it into a movie. Um, you could write, uh, you know, you could write a blog post, string seven or eight or 10 or 20, 50 blog posts together and make an ebook or a book. Um, it's very, it's very simple. Let me tell you what I did really briefly. And then, um, we'll, we'll go back to Mark, um, to, to get some more tips. Um, a couple years ago, I spent well, probably three years ago, I spent a year and a half collecting all of these quote unquote life hacks, um, things that would, that you could use to, you know, make things in your life, business, family, whatever, faster, easier. Basically the idea was to get more done in less time. And, and, you know, you, you've heard of life hacks and I, I just assembled a bunch of them. Um, I wrote about them. I sent out and, an e-newsletter, you know, basically a PDF through email, um, where people were my subscribers who, who paid for this, uh, could read the tips and, and they were done in a, in a very lighthearted manner. Uh, you know, I included like clips from Beavis and Butthead and I mean, just all sorts of goofy stuff, YouTube videos, uh, links to YouTube videos. Cause it was a PDF. Uh, it didn't, I, I actually had fun, doing that project, uh, I, I would produce one a month for about 18 months. And then I let it go for a little while. I went on hiatus and I decided recently, very recently that I was going to compile them all and put them into an ebook that I would sell on Amazon through the, through their Kindle platform. And it took me, I don't know, two weeks maybe. And this wasn't, certainly wasn't full time. This was like half an hour to an hour every day. Uh, it took me a couple weeks to put everything together, proof it, because believe it or not, even though you proofed it the first time you wrote it, I still made mistakes. Um, and there's probably still mistakes in the book because I didn't pay or have anybody look at my writing, which is, you know, taboo. It's not, not a good idea, but that's what I did. Um, and I wound up, you know, getting, I, I, I basically put it on promo for a day for free and I had, you know, a handful of orders, like above 10, less than a hundred. Um, but I didn't put any real marketing effort into it. No promotions. I, I emailed my subscribers and that was about it, but it's still, it's, it's still actually selling and it kind of kick start, kick started some of my other books that I hadn't, uh, promoted in a while. So they started selling again too, which is kind of neat. Um, so that, that was my experience. So in, in two, in two weeks time, I in roughly, I would say between 10 and 20 hours worth of work, I was able to put an ebook together using content that I had already, uh, written. And I just, I, I essentially, I copied and pasted all the word documents into one. That's what I did. And I proofed it and I polished it up a little bit. I put a nice cover on it and I put it out there. And that was it. And, 
Um, it remains to be seen how successful that endeavor will be, but it was something that I could do pretty quickly and get, get an almost immediate ROI on. So that was pretty cool. Anyway, back to you, Mark. Okay. Um, yeah, I have a, a couple more examples. Um, I uh, created an info, info product, PR Traffic, and it had different types of media. It had uh, CDs, DVDs, it had some uh, uh, physical materials that I had printed. And uh, what I had created is I had created six laminated cheat sheets. Mm. And this wasn't a book. These were just, you know, like, I guess if you, you know, you added up all the content, it was like 12 pages because it was front and back. I created those cheat sheets. Actually, I didn't do it. I, you know, outsourced it, created those in Kindle format and uploaded it to Amazon. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, I haven't really promoted it, but I, you know, I get ongoing sales from it. And, and the way I looked at it is it's a great entree into uh, my other products because somebody may say, you know, hey, I'm not sure about this step or I'm not sure about, you know, I mean, this is all a little bit new to me. And then I can kind of, you know, uh, cross sell them on other things. So that's one example. Uh, another example is here at Tops of, <laughs> Tides of Publishing, we eat our own cooking. So uh, what, what Bill has already done is we've taken uh, our, these recordings of our shows and taken the audio and created podcasts and then distributed and published them to iTunes. And there were a couple others, weren't there, Bill? But I'm iTunes, iTunes and Stitcher. Are, are, and Stitcher, yes. Yeah. So let me let me show you. And you know what? Here's how you can have fun with it. You can actually say how many ways, how many different vehicles can I repurpose? So check this out. Um, we're recording these shows. All right. Um, we will have a recording of these so we can create transcripts, you know, transcripts of what Bill says, transcripts of what I say. Um, now that we have that, we can do what Bill did, you know, in terms of putting it all together, creating an ebook. Um, I think we have the foundation for a regular book, you know, a regular book because we've got, we cover, you know, a range of topics. We talk about the, um, the Titans of Publishing kind of uh, formula in terms of everything uh, that you put out there externally, it's, you know, you're publishing. So that's, you know, that's like three different ways that you can utilize the same content. Um, now, I, for one, I mean, you know, I have a little bit of book envy because um, I've probably created the, I don't know, the equivalent of several books in terms of digital material and training videos and things that I've done. But for some reason, just the idea of sitting down and writing, it's like, okay, I'm going to do one chapter a day and stuff. It's been a little bit intimidating for me, or I just haven't had the, the energy and the focus. But if I can take something and jumpstart it, you know, like what Bill and I are doing, I mean, I think, um, I think Bill, uh, I'll have to double check this, but I think there's a formula that you know, if you talk for like 45 minutes, that's like a chapter. So right. think about think about it that way, too. I mean, um, say you drive a lot. You know, I'm going to be for the holidays. I'm going to be in the car for seven hours driving to Chicago. What if I just started dictating, just yeah. kind of talking about stuff? Um, uh, by the time I get to Chicago, I may have like three chapters. 
That's very, very true. That's very good stuff. Um, yeah, and, and you can, you can, you don't, in my view, repurposing isn't just changing media formats, but it's also uh, placing that content in perhaps different media uh, formats to other platforms. So, for example, with this show, it's live on Facebook. We record it. Well, the platform records it. I take that and I download it and then I upload it to our site where it's stored. But I, I, I actually embed the video from Facebook into our website. But now I have the actual videos in MP4 format that I can then upload to YouTube. So we have a whole other audience there, you know, potentially big audience there at, on YouTube. We could do the transcripts. We can make a book out of that, like Mark said. There's all sorts of things we can do with, with this. We, we can turn, you know, we can really turn in the key points for each show into a presentation, into a slideshow, um, and share it on a slideshare or something like that. We could turn the, the transcripts into just a PDF that we send out to our subscribers. There's a lot of things we could do. We could cut it up. We could mash it up. We, we could take 10 different shows and mash it up. Um, we could take one show and cut it up into in, in, and make, you know, three or four blog posts out of each one. But the sky, you know, the sky is, is, is your limit. And, and, you know, there's really no bounds to your creativity. You could, you could do a whole lot of different things with, with the content you create. So please do that. And I always hearken back to, I have four kids. They all, I will say three out of four of them watched Bob the Builder pretty religiously for about a year, you know, when they're two, three, four years old, something like that. And, and his famous saying, and I'm going to bungle it because it's been a while since we, since I've watched it, but it's, um, reduce, reuse, and recycle. And that's another way to repurpose your content is that last one, recycle. I can't tell you how many times I've looked at an old email I wrote and said, you know, that's pretty damn good. I'm going to send it out again. <laughs> that's not repurposing per se, but it's recycling or reusing. Um, and and I think that's that's fine too. Why, why reinvent the wheel? If it worked the first time, it's probably going to work again. Um, or, or not, but you'll never know until you try, right? Um, anyway, we've got a couple of minutes left. Anything you want to add, Mark? Uh, it's not so much uh, necessarily want new things that I want to add, but I want to reinforce a couple of things that, that have come up in the discussion just to make sure people, um, you know, get the takeaways that we want from, you know, from this show. Um, as Bill said, it's not just about, you know, reformatting things and putting it, you know, plopping it into a, you know, a different, uh, a different vehicle or, you know, a different publishing or distribution outlet. Um, and it's not just about saving time, although you know that's obviously a, a nice, um, a nice benefit or um, uh, you know side effect from this. Uh, but it's also a way, and and I touched on this with my PR example, but I want to emphasize it again: is it's a way for you, obviously, to make more money, but it's a way for you to meet your prospects uh, where they are. So, uh, and, and, you know, the example that I used was the, the cheat sheet where it allowed me to cross sell them 
into, you know, they're they're getting into my funnel for I think I was selling the cheat sheets for two ninety nine or, you know, it was some, you know, some low price. Maybe it was ninety nine cents. I don't know. But it was just a way to get them to sample, you know, my product. And um, and in the cheat sheets, there were, you know, uh, resources and references to other products. So, you know, it's a way to create and build out your funnel at different levels you know, in different markets. So, you know, I mean, that's, that to me, I've already seen the benefits of, of that. I'm sure you have too, Bill. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, no, that's all good stuff, Mark. Um, I, I, I don't have anything else to add other than, you know, just one thing you ought to think about when you're publishing content is how can you use it in different ways? How many different ways can you use it? And I jotted a few ways down. Um, you know, there's there's the written form, which people are going to use their eyes to consume it. People can use their ears to consume it, um, you know, in, in the form of, of, of an audio. People can use their eyes and ears simultaneously in the form of a video. Um, we don't yet have smell-o-vision, though it's coming. I, it's coming. I'm not kidding. It's coming. Okay. Um, but that's another sense you 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 know you you could you could somehow try to tackle. But you know, well, it's the written form, right? Books, ebooks, word docs, white papers, PLR stuff you've gotten over over the years, and text files, blog posts, newsletters, email, PDFs, all those things you can use. You can use PowerPoint slides, or you can make things into PowerPoint slides. You know, audio, MP3, slide shares, um, CDs, physical CDs. They still, you can still sell those. Uh, there are services out there that do all the all the work for you. You just send them the file. They put it on a CD. They ship it. They pack it. They, you know, they send it and they make sure your your customer gets it. Uh, videos, all sorts of different places to share videos. Not just YouTube. It's not the only game in town, though. It's the biggest, arguably. Um, and then there's social media. You can share stuff all over the place, right? Facebook pages, groups, your own your own timeline, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, Google Plus, all these places, right? So there's a lot of things you can do, and I wouldn't spend all my time trying to hit all of those places, but try to publish in one primary area, and then maybe pick two or three other areas that you want to test, maybe exploit, um, and, and just see what happens. And, and, and be, be aware of what's working, what isn't, you know, what is working, keep doing it. Um, what isn't working, maybe you can tweak it and do it again and you'll get better results. Or maybe it's just not for you. Maybe, maybe your audience, as Mark said, you know, maybe you're not, your audience isn't there. Um, maybe they don't watch YouTube videos, right? Maybe they're more into listening to uh, podcasts and that's cool too, but find out where they are and go to them. That that's a much better thing than than trying to get them to come to you. That's that's <laughs> for sure. Um, anyway, that's it. Again, go to titansofpublishing.com for uh, the replay of the show. If you if you didn't catch the whole thing or if you want to watch it again, um, it'll be there as soon as we're done here. Um, it may even be there now. I don't know how the magic works. Um, <laughs> but have a happy Friday. Have a good weekend. Um, I'm going to be traveling. So and and Mark's going to be traveling. We're not, did we decide about next week? We are going to be on next week, right? Yeah, we're no, on the fence. Yeah, we're on the fence for next week, so stay tuned. 
Um, but definitely but the, not the following. Yeah, the next, the week after next, we're both indisposed, and and probably you are too. So enjoy the holidays, be safe, and um, you know, at the very least, we'll see you. God, it's hard to say this in 2018. Right. <laughs> All right. See you later, everybody. See ya.